Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. This episode of the Dungeon Cast has been brought to you by Hero Forge. Hero Forge offers fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. Their easy to use design tool lets you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D in-depth character creator right in your web browser. Hero Forge also offers downloadable model files for users to 3D print their unique designs at home. Their 2.0 color technology allows you to create your perfect miniature in color with advanced features like decals, makeup, war paint, and more. Design your unique miniature and get it printed in full color, no painting required. Visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today. And check back often. New content is added every week. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and & Dragons. And today we are covering the Ranger subclass, the Drake Warden. One, two, three, four. Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How are you doing today? I'm great. That was a fun intro. Man, I struggled. I struggled. I forgot how we introduced the show. I usually, if they're really good like that, I'll I'll pop them at the very end of the tail end after the musical outro, yeah. and you can hear them there. And I, I bet it makes people think that the next episode has started. Because oh, it just yeah, starts like, it, yeah, it's a, you know, like a fake out. Yeah. I usually do a fade in, but it not, they're not always very long. Anyway, welcome right. to the Dungeon Cast. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast, guys. So we all want to ride a dragon into battle, and now we can as the Drake Warden Ranger. How did you know that? Because I play D&D, Brian. You do play. You do. <laughs> I mean, you technically could before with a benevolent DM, but now it's built into your character progression, so you can do it despite not having a benevolent DM. Yeah, so if you have a rules lawyer at your table that's all mad about it, now, well, they, can now they can read the rules. Stuff it, baby. It's yeah. a rule now. Your connection to the natural world takes the form of a draconic spirit, which can manifest in physical form as a drake. Hmm. As your powers grow, your drake grows as well, blossoming from a small four-legged companion to a majestic winged creature, large and strong enough for you to ride. Wow. Along the way, you gain an increasing share of the awe-inspiring power of dragons. This uh, symbiotic thing going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Very ranger-like. So basically, this pans out to me as, like, this is the Beastmaster, but better because it's a dragon. That's yeah, kind of essentially. Yeah. Thank you for buffing the Beastmaster and then putting it to shame. Good job, <laughs> Wizards. Good job. Fizzban! Indeed. So um, you take this subclass at level three like you do most subclasses, and the first feature you get is called Draconic Gift. Okay. The bond you share with your Drake creates a connection to Dragonkind, granting you understanding and empowering your presence. You gain the following benefits. 
Um, thaumaturgy. You learn the thaumaturgy cantrip, which is a ranger spell for you. That's great. Yeah. Cool. It's um, a cool spell. Yeah, that way you can use like the voice on the dragon if it's not listening to you as you're mm. training it. You're like, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the drugs? <laughs> thaumaturgy, bitch. Um, next feature, well, next part of this feature you get is called Tongue of Dragons. You learn to speak, read, and write Draconic or one other language of your choice, I suppose, if you already know Draconic. Um, also at third level, you get the feature Drake Companion. As an action, you can magically summon the drake that is bound to you. It appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within 30 feet of you. The drake is friendly to you and your companions and obeys your commands. See its game statistics in the accompanying dragging Drake Companion stat block, which we'll pull up momentarily, uh, which uses your proficiency bonus in several places. Whenever you summon the drake, choose a damage type listed in its draconic essence trait. You can determine the cosmetic characteristics of the drake, such as color, its skill texture, and any visible effect of its draconic essence. Your choice has no effect on its game statistics. Cool. In combat, the drake shares your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. It can move and use this reaction on its own, but the only action it takes on its turn is the dodge action, unless you take a bonus action on your turn to command it to take another action. That's pretty much just like the ranger beast, yeah, right? Yeah, just like the beastmaster, yeah. um, which I have problems with. The action can be won <laughs> in its stat block or some other action. If you are incapacitated, the drake can take any action of its choice, not just dodge. So, like, when you get knocked out, though, it'll fight. It <laughs> retains its free will <laughs> yeah. once more. Seriously. Okay. The drake remains until it is reduced to zero hit points until you use this feature to summon the drake again or until you die. Uh, anything womp, the drake was womp. wearing or carrying is left behind when it when the drake vanishes. Once you summon the drake, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest, unless the ex you expend a spell slot of first level or higher to summon it. Mm -hmm. um, did you want to go up and pull up that stat block? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because it's essentially the primal beast, but a little bit better. Uh, what was it called? The drake what? Uh, drake companion, I believe. Let me go back to my notes and find it. Yeah, Drake Companion Step Block. Um, honestly, just pull up Fizzbands and then go to Drake Warden. Or click. Go down. Oh, what, down here? Drake Warden, right there. Go ahead and click that. What does it bring up? Scroll down. There it is. Okay. All right, well, I've got the Drake Companion Step Block here at last. So I'm just going to detail through this we got a small dragon mm -hmm. it's a uh, armor class is 14 plus your proficiency bonus of natural armor it's got five plus five times your ranger level as its hp okay the drake has a number of hit dice uh or uh, that are d10s equal to your ranger level and its speed is 40 feet that's pretty good yeah, that's fast. like the same speed as a goat or a wolf or a wolf <laughs> Um, I have a goat in one of my games. Okay, I was like, that's a weird pull. Like, why a goat? <laughs> I know, I know some of the animal stat blocks okay. now. All right, um, it's got a strength of sixteen plus three, dexterity twelve, constitution fifteen, intelligence eight, uh, wisdom fourteen, charisma eight. So a lot more like an animal than a dragon. I feel like yeah, a strong yeah. one. Yeah, but remember, it's small at this point. It gets bigger and stronger as you level, as you scale, as it should. Mm -hmm. Saving throws is dex plus one, or sorry, dex. Uh, pl yeah, plus one, plus proficiency bonus. Wisdom, plus two, plus proficiency bonus. Okay, cool. Okay, that's so just like a weird way to write that, yeah. but it, like, I get but it. But I, I get it. I got yeah. it, yeah. Damage immunities determined by the Drake's Draconic Essence trait. When you summon it, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, dark vision, 60 feet. 
Uh, the cool thing about this creature is it can't just like verbally tell you it has dark vision once it tells you it goes in a dark once you tell it it goes in a dark cave or whatever. Right, that's true. That's true. Uh, but the player still can. Mm, of course. <laughs> it speaks draconic. Dope. Oh, so then it can tell you. It can. It speaks draconic. But it, it won't unless the player like tells it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like they can just blatantly communicate. There's no <laughs> spell needed for them to talk to each other. Yeah, when you enter a dark cave, I have dark vision. Shut up, dragon. <laughs> um, challenge uh, proficiency bonus equals your bonus. Um, what does that mean? What is this? Uh, challenge challenge proficiency bonus. Oh, of, oh, okay. That's weird in case you want to like fight it for power. <laughs> <laughs> I need some more experience. I'm going to grind on my dragon. Yeah, you uh, coming a new one every day. To yeah, I've got horrible. a bunch of spell slots. You're coming back. <laughs> okay. Uh, draconic essence. When you summon the drake, choose a damage type. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison. The chosen type determines the drake's damage immunity and the damage of its infused strikes trait. So it gets a bite. Melee weapon attack plus three plus proficiency bonus to hit. Uh, reach of five feet, one target. Uh, it's going to hit for 1d6 plus PB, piercing damage, proficiency bonus. But I keep wanting to say peanut butter because it says <laughs> PB like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, infused strikes. When another creature within 30 feet of the drake that it can see hits a target with a weapon attack, the drake infuses the strike with its essence, causing the target to take an extra 1d6 damage of the type determined by its draconic essence. That's really cool. <clears throat> so that reaction is probably what you're going to end up using a lot. Yeah, so it spits on your weapon right before it slashes the dude. Yeah, so real quick I want to talk about like the, the idea here. And it's not just with this. You see this a lot like with, with, the, um, with the primal beastmaster and all that other stuff. This mm -hmm. idea of summoning... Your yeah. creature, yeah. which is cool, and I, I do enjoy the flexibility of it, but I do feel like it lacks, and this is easy to fix on your own, um, but it, it, it does lack the the emotional attachment. Like, the idea of a ranger bonding with a creature, and they are companions together, and so if something happens and that creature dies, it's like an emotional thing, and like mm -hmm. then you have to, if you obviously... And this is probably why they do it, because like they don't want to force players to have to undergo like, oh, now I need a new beast companion. I need to go out there in the wild and disappear for a few weeks, guys. Like I got to bond with nature. Like yeah, that's something you have to do on your own. I appreciate the flexibility, but like if I were playing a Drake Warden, I would do it the way that's kind of more difficult. Like no, this would be my my true companion. It would be you a name character. It alive. Maybe buff it a Keeping little bit it, because yeah. of that. Keeping but. it alive would be paramount. And if my Drake companion died, it would be absolutely devastating for my character. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's kind of the way you should role play it all the way up until it does die, and you'd be like, "Wow, that sucks," but oh well. Here's a good workaround that because I I think I ran into that, but like immediately found a solve because the, my beast master in my game, mm -hmm. he he's super chaotic, uh, and not you know. There's a newer player. He's like bouncing back and forth between like good and evil, depending yeah. on how he feels that day or whatever. But um, I like have him like kind of powered by a god of chaos, where like when you resummon this goat, it's like not the same. Oh, interesting. It's a little different. Like it's still the same goat pretty much, but like the powers mm -hmm. of chaos have like taken over a little bit here. Like put a little tweak on it, maybe make it. That's every time it dies. Every time it gets resummoned, yeah. Oh, like it, it change. It's not exactly the same. It's like a copy. I like that. Um, and that fits the character, and that, that might not be what you want to do. I, I no, personally like more of like this is like, you know, my befriended and trusted companion, and right. like. For you to die is a big deal and should be. Yeah, and I that's, get, that's what I like. This cheapens death, just like in all my favorite animes. <laughs> right, right. Um, so yeah, like a limitation on that is cool. You that's just how it, I would run it. You play it the old way. 
But but I think if you do if you take that away from it and you buff it, like that's okay. Yeah, you know? yeah just I make agree. it a little harder. So at level seven, you get your next feature. It's called Bond of Fing and Scale. The bond you share with your Drake intensifies, protecting you and stoking the Drake's fury. When you summon your Drake, it grows wings on its back and gains a flying speed equal to its walking speed, which, as we established before, is 40 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, while your Drake is summoned and you and the Drake gain, you and the Drake gain the following benefits. Uh, number one, Drake Mount. The Drake grows to medium size. Reflecting your special bond, you can use the Drake as a mount if your size is medium or smaller. While you are riding your Drake, it can't use the flying speed. It can't use the flying speed of this feature. Phew. I really thought we were going to have to get on top of Drake the Rapper. He'd be like, just hold on. We're going home. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the next feature <laughs> you bad. get is I'm called sorry, everyone. Magic Fang. The Drake's bite attack deals an extra 1d6 of the damage type chosen for the Drake's Draconic Essence. Um, you then get resistance. You gain resistance to the damage type chosen for the Drake's Draconic Essence. Now I can so, think about is Drake, the, the rapper. God damn it, right? I know. Um, <clears throat> at level 11, you get another feature called Drake's Breath. Now I'm thinking about Drake, the rapper. God damn it. He should take a mint, like, sponsorship. <laughs> Drake's Breath. He's from Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, That'd be a absolutely. cool mint. That'd be a weird crossover. Yeah, um, that would be. But, like, he would, like, I'm Drake, and this is my Drake. And here are some mints. I hate it. <laughs> As an action, you can exhale a 30-foot cone of damaging breath or cause your drake to exhale it. That's kind of weird. It's like, I'm I'm such close friends with this dragon, I can also breathe dragon fire. I'm like, <gasps> and then somebody else. It's the ultimate fake out, though. You're going to break someone's ankles like that. Choose acid, cold, fire, lightning, or poison damage. Your choice doesn't have to match your drake's draconic essence. That's interesting. Okay. Each creature in the cone must make a dexterity saving throw against your spell save DC, taking 86 damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. So it's like a, a really strong fireball. Yeah, they, that's like an ease of play choice, I think, to like change up the stuff like on the yeah. fly. Yeah. Okay. The damage increases to 10d6 when you reach 15th level in this class. Once you use this feature, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest, unless you expand the spell slot at third level or higher to use it. <clears throat> At level 15, I believe this is the final feature you get. It's called Perfected Bond. Your bond to your drake reaches the pinnacle of its power. While your drake is summoned, you and the drake gain the following benefits. Empowered Bite. The drake's bite attack deals an extra 1d6 damage of the type chosen for its draconic essence for a total of 2d6 extra damage. It's like cantrip scaling. Exactly. Um, Large Drake. The drake grows to large size when you ride your drake. It is no longer prohibited from using the flying speed of Bond of of bond of fang and scale it's just drake on a billboard Mm -hmm. it's huge reflexive resistance when either you or the drake take damage while you are within 30 feet of each other you can use a reaction to give yourself or the drake resistance to that instance of damage you use this reaction a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and you regain all expended uses after you finish a long rest nice (laughs) that's really good yeah now that's yeah that's really good it's like whether you're fighting another dragon or just i don't know a wizard hurling different types of uh Elemental power will if it's if it fits within the five draconic elements like you're popping off resistance for you and your Drake throughout at least half the battle. That's I mean that's really good. That's great. Yeah. I, uh, it's gonna keep you guys both up. I, Rangers always need that little bit of extra, you know, wherever mm-hmm. they can get it. Absolutely. So. so any questions about the Drake Warden Ranger before we take a short rest? Um, man, I mean, what could you? What specifically would you do to the stat block to make it like? play the way you would want it to play where it's meaningful for this oh, thing to die um that's a good question i, I was um, thinking like do we double the hp and just call it right there or do we buff the ac like I what are we think doing essentially what i would do is i would 
I would change the action economy. Like, I understand the reason they don't want you to have a thing with its own initiative and its own everything is because... Right, it's a little hard to track. Uh, no, I think it's more... I think they're the worried board. about, like, the ranger being overpowered. But, I mean, let's just look at the goddamn paladin, which is an overpowered piece of shit that I love. But, um, <laughs> but like, no it's one so says strong. anything about it's the paladin. Absurd. It's, like, absurd it's absurd how strong it is. The ranger's underpowered. Like, if you get... Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not... Maybe I'm... I have a tendency to oversimplify things and maybe I don't think about like the minutia of like how it could be broken. But also I don't deal with players that actively try and break things. And usually the players at my table, if we find out something's too broken, we agree together to be like, ah, eh, let's nerf that a little. Yeah, because yeah. we like the balance of play exactly. at the table. I understand not That's all tables. That's a personal are, choice. Yeah. I understand not all tables are like that. I understand that there are players that like to exploit and they don't like you, you when you tell them that they can't do that because it's broken. Yeah, metagaming um, is like a fun little like back yeah. and forth between right. the DM and the player too that you can do. Yeah. Like, but for me, I'm just like you get a dragon pet it go it, it's smart enough to talk it's smart enough to take its own fucking turn i said metagame but i think i meant mid-maxing mid-maxing but, but yeah, yeah like but. that that could be part of a character's journey is mid-maxing right. but like people that do it just for the sake of doing it it's not always with the best intentions and yeah. it can break the role play of the game right. yeah. but if it takes its own turn like that's all the powering up that i think it would need if we're trying to if we are trying to actively boost it yeah, I really like the idea that this is like more of a spirit than an actual animal too. I like that as an idea, but it's like I just want a fucking animal. Like I want a goddamn dragon. Like I don't well, want, yeah, you know what I mean? Be, like and that's be. why I would reflavor it. You could treat this like a pokemon. Like it doesn't ever die. It gets knocked yeah. out. It is. It's just gotta, like a pokemon. And then you got to up it. Yeah, it's so just like, like a pokemon. That could be cool. So maybe that there could cool. be a different way to like this you don't have to deal with like the death of it because it doesn't die, but there could be that opportunity where it could be in danger in a different way. Like, right. oh, I'm going to fucking trap it in a fucking Ghostbusters box or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, who knows? You know, yeah, another absolutely. Team Rocket comes and puts it and in their Pokeball. It's just something you ought to discuss with your Dungeon Master. Yeah. And who can but those are some on. options for you guys if you're looking for a way to, like, kind of change this up and Indeed. if you're not a big fan of it. But I like it. It's just got to take work. It's very player-to-player -player specific. Indeed. Let's take a short rest. Short rest, indeed. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth 
of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We've returned. Indeed we have. We've returned. Indeed we have. Fizzban. These <laughs> character classes are out of Fizzbans. Indeed they are. Um, and I'll go first today. That's so a title. Fizzbans, Treasury of Dragons. I'll go first today, and we both built, uh, obviously, Drake Warden Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, my character's name is Stolga of the Drakenstones. And Stolga is a female Goliath, and she lives in a highly mountainous area called the Drakenstones. Uh, it's called such because it is a vied-over territory amongst many types of dragons. I'm not, I haven't gotten to specifics, but because it's the mountains, let's go with uh, there are silvers and reds and um, amethyst dragons all in this area. And it's basically just kind of a, a dragon war zone. The thing is, her people, her Goliath tribe, they've lived here an extremely long time, but even before these, these dragon wars began. And so they've had to learn to adapt to survive. And part of the way they've done it is they have started a ranger order uh, called the Drake Wardens who have learned to tame many of the draconic creatures that have become attracted to this place. Because, you know, when dragons layer in a place, they completely magically terraform it by their presence. Yes. And so, like, kobolds and drakes and all other stuff, like, they start to thrive there, too. So... Uh, Stolga and her clan have learned to tame the drakes and then use the the bond they have with their drakes in order to better survive and even hunt dragons in their area that threaten them. Okay. So, Stolga is very strong with a uh, 16 strength, 14 dex, 14 constitution, and then I dumped everything else. Oh, wisdom's 14. Intelligence is a 9 and charisma is an 8. That's just the way it had to be. Um, let me see here. For her features, I chose favorite foe was dragon. Wherever that, uh, her natural explorer feat is mountain and arctic, arctic, so it's cold and mountainous where she lives. Um, I chose the druidic warrior fighting style, so she learned two cantrips uh, from the druid spell list, um, and they count as ranger spells for her. Uh, she can mold earth and she can produce flame. Nice, that's cool. Um, both great for surviving because it's like if she needs a shelter, mold earth. You know, if she mm-hmm. needs to hide real quick because there's a dragon flying. Uh, overhead, mold earth to get into like an alcove. Trench warfare? Yeah, sure, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then produce flamish. You know, it's cold where she lives. If she needs to start a fire and she doesn't have you know the proper tools, she could produce flame. That is essential. Indeed, it is for very Surviving essential. is making fires. Um, for her feet, so I, I ended up, she fights with a great axe um, and she wears scale nail, of course, made from the scales of the dragon. She kills. Um, so she has a great weapon master feet. Once on her turn, when she scores a critical hit with a melee weapon or reduces a creature to zero hit points, um, with one, you can make one melee weapon attack as a bonus action. Before you make a melee attack with a heavy weapon that you are proficient with, you can choose to take a negative five penalty on the attack roll to do a plus 10 damage. Cool. And then medium armor master. Wearing medium armor doesn't impose disadvantage on her stealth checks, which is good because she has to stealth away from all these dragons. Okay. When you wear medium armor, you can add three rather than two to your AC if you have a dex of 16 or higher, which she doesn't yet, but she will eventually. Okay. Um, Animal handling, athletics, nature, perception, stealth, and survival are her five, six skills. Uh, Let me see here. She has the Outlander background, which makes sense. That's a good one. She's out here in the wild. Pretty much any ranger. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Let's see. Was there anything else specific? She, oh yeah, she's wearing a breastplate and a, she has a great axe. I thought I gave her scale mail. 
Like either way, like it, yeah. it's it's very draconic looking. Uh, for her spells, uh, let me see here. She has thaumaturgy, produce flame and mold earth for her cantrips, cure wounds, uh, fog cloud. Again, good for everyone needs healing, especially in treacherous terrain. Fog cloud. Great. Everyone needs a fog cloud, and we're gonna find out yeah. that everyone really does when we get to my character. Well, fog cloud is great for again cover from these goddamn dragons. Yeah, um, dude, I, make a trench, make a cloud, roll hunt, out. Hunter's mark because she needs to kill these goddamn dragons. <laughs> Speak of the animals, because these animals can scout for her and tell her where these goddamn dragons are. Yeah. Um, and then she has passed without a trace again, because there's so many damn dragons around, and she's got to hide from most of them. Where are the dragons? <laughs> um, anything else that stands out about her? Um, I mean, she's got all... Oh, yeah, her... So, I didn't name her Drake, which because I'm bad at names, and I didn't think about it, but... Um, I do have her focus on like one type like it is the same Drake and when it dies it is dead because those are the rules I play by um, and it's a fire Drake it breathes fire what about uh, Craw Day which is a uh, an analog of Drake what are we talking about the name for your Drake Craw Day why Cra- is that Craw Day it's all oh, the same okay, letters yeah. of Drake okay Craw Day Craw Day the Drake I love Cra-day. it Craw Day okay. <laughs> I hate you <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, let's see notes extras um, class features racial traits uh, stones endurance so as a oh, yeah, glad she stuff. can reduce damage dealt by so again she's very durable natural athlete that's where the athletics comes from powerful build uh, she can lift mountain born she doesn't suffer penalties for being at high altitudes and she has resistance to cold damage oh and the resistance to fire damage is from her fire drake we oh, were, yeah, okay. I think that's before right. we started recording, I was like, that's interesting. She's resisting the cold and fire. I wonder why that is. Because of the features that we get from this new class. Indeed. Oh, um, man. I think that's it. That's a cool character. Yeah, Stolga the Dragon Bones. So, for those of you who don't know, I'm very bad at naming things. So, a lot of times when I come up with names, I just ask a Tom uh, from the other podcast I do. Tom, I got this kind of character, blah, blah, blah. And he just throws a name at me. And so, that's how I got Stolga. Stolga. It's like Helga and Steve combined. It is. <laughs> Good, Steve good, kid good job. Good that. job, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, All Tom. right. Let's talk about your character. Uh, yeah, we should. Uh, okay, so now I can do this anecdote. Is I, I played Monster of the Week with some good yeah, friends, and it was a lot of fun. I played a character called Duff McCoy, and so I'm pretty much not doing anything like that character. But I just want to tell people, if you if you get a chance to play oh, yeah. Monster of the Week or Powered by the Apocalypse, please do and culture yourself a little bit with, like, another role-playing game. There I is, promise there you it's a lot of fun. D&D, it's true. Yeah, it just you don't have to just play. I, I would give it a shot, though. It'll open up a lot of, like, it'll open your brain a little did bit. You, did you say the name of the one that you played? Uh, we played Monster of the Week, which is a Powered by the Apocalypse. You roll, like, 2d6. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, I got now I got Duff McBuff, who's a Herringon. I regretted not making a buff Herringon the first time that we did Herringons, and so I wanted to make a buff Herringon. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Who was your first? It was Bunny Man, right? It was Bunny, Bunny Man. Man. Uh, uh, Everett the Leverett. Everett the Leverett. What was... A warlock. I built a warlock. You built a warlock. And I was talking to your special guest, Jake, today, and I was like, how come I'm building warlocks so much? When I played Monster of the Week, I built basically a warlock. It was like... I mean, what the a, warlock's a cool class. We haven't is. talked much about the warlock in a while. No. We'll, we'll do that What soon. is it about me that wants to be a warlock? I don't know. I never really thought about yeah. that that's what I would want to do so much, yeah. but it keeps happening. I mean, it's a class that I'm attracted to a lot. And the warlock's fun because it can do a little bit of everything. It's so, true. Yeah. Warlocks and barbarians. 
something about it. Yeah. But I, I've always tried to stick away from barbarians because they're so tropey. Yeah. For me, it's always been warlocks, rangers, and paladins. Warlocks are tropey too, huh? Well, here we got Duff McBuff. He's real. a ranger. Every, every class is tropey. I've every always wanted. I guess you're right. There are staples in fantasy, and they mm -hmm. exist here in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Anyway, I'm stronger than the average rabbit. I've got plus four strength. I've got plus two decks. I've got plus two con. Zero intelligence, plus one wisdom, minus one charisma, because I'm a wild man. I'm a wild rabbit man. I'm rabbit, rabbit. Yeah. Uh, we got, <laughs> damn, my <laughs> athletics is plus seven. Yeah. Um, You're buff. Medicines, plus four. Nature, plus three. Perception, plus four. Religion, plus three. And stealth, plus five. I wonder what religion I'm into. <laughs> Like, maybe, like, I know a lot about the dragon cults and stuff, you know? Yeah, like, maybe. Like, well-versed in that sort of thing, or just, like... What if, um... And I'm people just, worship dragons like gods. They do. I'm just throwing this out there. What if, like, you are... Because the Harangon are, are usually from the Fae, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, one of the main... Or just, uh, like, the woods, I guess. Yeah, huh? one of the main Fae dragons that we just talked about uh, on our YouTube channel was the Jabberwock. That's right. Maybe you have a Jabberwock, Drake. What kind of damage does a Jabberwock do? Hold on. It does, like, bit. crazy bite damage, I remember. Yeah. And so maybe you guys worship the Jabberwockies. I've got Thaumaturgy. I'll go over my spells while you do yeah. that. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. I got uh, I got the Fog Cloud. Uh, I took Longstrider, and I got Speak with Animals for a lot of the same reasons. We'll took Speak with Animals, which is to find uh, find dragons. Um, and I picture my guy in the – I took Grasslands and Mountains. Um, I probably am in a region where those two butt together. And uh, I decided yeah. I'm probably from the grasslands and I roam around down there and I have to go up into the mountains to deal with bullshit and the bullshit that's coming down. Man, the Jabberwock is horrifying. Yeah, I know. It's so scary looking. Oh Actually, the Jabberwock has a fiery gaze. Unless it's blinded, the Jabberwock is a 120-foot long line that's of right. fire from its eyes. It can fucking Each lobotomize your brain from space <laughs> like Superman. Yeah, but maybe you have a Jabberwock. Again, I'm just throwing this out there. A Jabberwock Drake and it doesn't have the breath. It just has the eyes. That's crazy. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lean into the chaotic, like, crazy rabbit yeah like we are rabbit we are rabbit yeah and the jabberwock has that rabbit like look to it like, yeah it's it, got the rotor face yeah, if you gave it rabbit ears you'd be like oh that's a rabbit dragon i got a i got a drake with a rabbit ears that looks like a jabberwock yeah that's the me orbular eyes and the rabbit teeth and, and we are uh, anti we are so anti-dragon we're like anti-dragon okay, all the way we're like gonna go absolutely. fuck the oh actually giant is what i took yeah giant so anti-giant both probably. Yeah. I, I think I took like fucking both. I took monstrosity. I think for the other one, uh -huh. but maybe it should just be dragons and giant. I was just trying not to chomp your flavor too bad because I usually chomp your flavor at least a little bit when I'm oh. doing this. Oh, do you? Know? Yeah, like the the last Harangon, I gave like a spear so I could do Akari stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a cool thing. I want to yeah, do that. I also cool I also took the healing spirit cantrip, which is fun, um, and locate animals or plants to help me find shit. I guess I don't really know. Um, that's probably why. Let's see. Did I take any cool feats? Um, oh yeah, <laughs> um, I'm a real I'm a real dirtbag in combat. I'm, I took the Savage Attacker. Uh, once per turn, you roll damage for a melee attack. You can re-roll the weapon's damage dice and use either total. And I also nice. took the Slasher. You can uh, reduce a creature's speed when you deal slashing damage. You also gain the ability to wound a creature on a critical hit. 
Um, so yeah, this is. I this like is the ruthless cool. edge. I like the ruthless edge that you gave because, like, when I, when you think Faye and Bunny, you don't think ruthless. No, yeah, that's everything, what I thought. Everything like, about this guy is ruthless as hell. So <laughs> what I picture, have you seen the buff kangaroos? Yeah, when kangaroo. So that's how I picture <laughs> this guy. There's like kind of yeah, the marsupial shred, buffness of it. Ass kangaroos, oh, I'm yeah. so strong. I'm so strong. Uh, a lot of Bahamut made it into our like bro Bahamut from long ago has made it into our strong rangers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and all our dragon episodes. So, um, what else do I want to detail with this guy? I'm definitely going for the eyes in combat. I think I took like a long, a broadsword. Um, so let me get into some of the like attack action stuff that I can do. Yeah, I have a long sword. Um, I have an unarmed strike with plus seven. Mm, did you That's go over your spells? Good. Yeah, I, d- I did okay. go over my spells. Oh, you're looking at the Jabberwock. Um, so yeah, my Drake is like a Jabberwock inspired. Sort of creature. I like that. That's fucking cool. It's pretty. It's pretty sweet. It's a good flavor. Oh yeah, your hermit background. Did you want? There to you that? go. That's what it was. <laughs> Is that in features and traits? Uh, it's a description. Oh, in description. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So the quiet seclusion of your extended uh, hermitage gave you access to unique and powerful discovery. Dragons got weak eyes. <laughs> That's your discovery. Dragons and jo- most living creatures have really jelly eyes that you can just poke. Oh, that's what you mean by weak. I'm like, but they have true sight, bro. No, 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 they're no, no. Right, right like, so strong. very stabbable okay, eyes. Gotcha. Yes, very um, stabbable. Like eyes. that's their that's most things' yeah. weakness is stabbing yeah. it right yeah. in the fucking eyes. <laughs> we don't talk about it enough, but we all have one weakness: so the eyes. I can jump as the heron gone, like as yeah, a yeah. Rachel ability. Yeah. So I'm gonna be getting up in those eyes. Like, I'm gonna be jumping off my Drake up into somebody's eyes to stab them. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna be doing max damage with the savage attacker. Um, you know, all that stuff. So I, I'd be really ruthless and be very efficient in the I, places I have I like the like terrain bonuses. Duff McBuff, like whenever he does rarely team up with others, the others are always mildly horrified. I, like that dude always goes for the eyes. He's all, just me. And he's always getting them. He's, <laughs> he's he really, never doesn't not get them. He's really good at that. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, that's Duff McBuff's thing. He's Absolutely. gonna you're gonna remember him. Uh, oh, and I uh, Duff McBuff. Sorry, he's also really into body modification with this dragon stuff he's collecting. Okay. Or like he's um, he's going to be using like like getting the the like. The pickings, you know, when you loot the bodies sure, yeah. um, and like adding it to himself. So maybe he's got like dragon scales in his face. Oh, for so he's sure. a horrible little rabbit person. Well, he's I took the medium one, but like, like, yeah. like he's got like dragon scales plating his he's face. He's wearing becoming, hide armor. Slowly becoming a horror monster now. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he's, well, he's like horrible. like body modifications, like not always like super. You know, some people are no. really into it. So, yeah, like, no, absolutely. Like I'm just saying, the way you're describing him though, it's it's horrifying. Yeah, like maybe eventually he'll get like the um like he'll get like a like a tusk or a fang like up mm-hmm. in his arm yeah like for like shoulder spike look like or like whatever yeah. no that's a that's a wicked badass yeah like so it. this is cool i don't picture a lot you know the hide armor and then like my long sword probably at like a lance or a spear yeah sure. um because that's cool i just really like you know jumping uh with the spear like maybe throwing it i don't know there's lots of things maybe a bow bow would be cool for this guy yeah Sure. Ride by Drake. Yeah, It'd be weird if you didn't need a bow. Well, no, because like we played Ranger Danger, which you can find on our Patreon, and no one's no one got fucking range weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jake's character had a crossbow, yeah. which barely counts. Right. And I built Rock. He's basically as druid as I could make him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is all good. Yeah. Um, you can uh, you can catch that on our Patreon if you want to listen to like the most can. ridiculous game I've ever run. Yes, absolutely. It's Actually, cool. our Monster of the Week game. I told I told uh, the DM of that that. 
um, it had Ranger Danger vibes. Oh yeah, yeah, That's for nice. sure. It was it was pretty fun. That's pretty cool, dude. Was David S. Pumpkins was in it. Is there anything else you want to add about the Drake Warden Ranger? Uh, no, this has been fun though. All right, let's take a long rest. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome to the long rest. It's uh, it's not as long as the name implies, but no. we do build beholders there, custom ones that we make up based off of the topics of the episode we cover, and we've been doing them all year long. So if you want to go like see what other beholders we built, built three. We built three, and we're building the final, the final, the fourth final one. But on beholder episodes, we don't. We just do a fun beholder fact, which is just bullshit. Yeah. And so we, we think we did the math. So I was off by one. So this should actually be feature in beam number eight. Yeah. Um, um, so not counting like actual Beholder episodes. We're probably going to end with this Beholder this year. Yeah. Like this, this is will, it. Yeah. So we thought we were going to have four more. But there's a lot of like cool Beholder stuff at the end of the year that we forgot about. Indeed. So, so this is it. Do you want to start with the feature or the ray? Yeah, we're on. Uh, let's go ahead with the feature. I think feature is always good to go first. All right. For feature, uh, we are giving this beholder a. Uh, its center eye shall now be a Drake's eye. So it will have the reptile vertical slit and maybe have like some sort of cool, like elemental looking color to it. The most horrible minion. Uh, so we, we got. The, so, oh, uh, and a quick retcon on this Hobble Man. We know we, we, we gave it two different kinds of skin at this point. Right. Um, sorry. Sorry. So moldy cheese skin and also crystalline scales. crystalline scales. So go ahead and like kind of blend them up, you know, like make it bad. Make it patchy. <laughs> yeah, patchy. That's the right descriptor. Uh, okay. Oh, this thing fires ghosts. I love this thing, even though it's a minion. Uh, so we got also the beam, which is going to just have like a Drake crawling out of it. I picture a Drake from from the chest up crawling out of one of these eye beams. And, and it does being a dragon's a, breath? And does a dragon's breath out okay, of it. Okay, that's disgusting. So you roll randomly, right? Like Every the beholder. single beholder we built this year has been disgusting. And then the beholder tentacle looks like it's going to regurgitate something, and then a dra- half a drake comes out and fires a breath weapon. Yep, I love it. There it is. <laughs> so it's like a hokey dragon beam. It's it's, it's a, a really weird dragon beam. Dragon it's breath a disgusting beam. beam. It's it is. great. <laughs> we got uh, we a got new s- merch store. Yeah, you should check that out. It's on Spreadshirt.com. You can check out the link in the description. We got new designs and we got a whole bunch of new products. Um, every type of like shirt, or jacket, or sweater that you can think of. Um, yeah, dude, I bought hoodies. We, yeah, we got. They're not here yet. Yeah, but. we got hoodies. We got um, tote bags and backpacks and cups and mugs. Oh, and hella stickers. Stickers and pins. We got everything in a bunch of different cool designs. And if you want to help support us, um, all you got to do is uh, go check out our merch store. Buy something. The holidays are coming. And I don't know what you all are doing, but it's probably going to involve some form of gift-giving capitalism. So <laughs> give somebody right. some Dungeon ma- dungeon Cast stuff if you know a fan. Yes. Or get it for yourself because it's getting cold. Indeed. It's probably actually cold everywhere at this point. Except for maybe where we live. Or or the Southern Hemisphere. Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> southern, the other half of the world. My bad, everybody. You're in a, the wrong season from us. Or the right I mean, season from us. I mean, it's still Christmas. Who's wrong right now? I mean, Australia, or them? Australia celebrates Christmas in the summer. It's hot as balls down there. Mm-hmm. The hot plate, bro. India, Australia, it summons the monsoon. Beware go, the monsoon. Go check out our merch store. And beware like the monsoon here. If you like what and we do. If not, I guess we'll, we'll call the game. If you're not, like, what are you doing here? We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye.
Dungeon Cast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons. Fuck. And then I just say the thing. They huh? say the thing. <laughs> hey everyone. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Hey everyone, I'm Will. That is not. That's not how we do no. it. <laughs> You have to welcome them to the thing, (laughs) then tell them who you are. I don't know why I thought it was the other way around. You've entered the podscape. I'm falling apart over here. Hello, I'm Will. (laughs) Where where are we? I don't know where we... Where... (laughs) God damn it. All right, you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Because I'm not. (laughs) Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice. A horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.